Welcome back to another episode of the Big Ass Pornhole Podcast. Sean and Dane are back with you today. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. Just enjoying this weather. A nice day today. Absolutely. Um, so we tend to be pretty thirsty by this point in the episode. So, Dane, enlighten the folks to what we are sipping on in a segment we call What You Drinking? <laughs> what You Drinking? We are very, very pleased to announce that this uh, this segment is brought to you by our friends over at uh, Colorado Cornhole Connection. Built in the USA, built with passion, built with pride. Don Newvoner is a great dude. Go check out Colorado Cornhole Connection for all your board needs. Go to iHeartCornhole.com for details. All right, so sipping on today. Had a little adventure. Sean, let me uh, let me An adventure. You. An adventure. So it is well documented that our Cape Cod vacation was crapped on we couldn't so go. sad uh but doing some diligent research as in my aunt texting me saying that there is a lobster food truck going to railroad brewing out in avon ohio so we took a little road trip it was called wicked lobster and it was awesome had a lobster roll and had some beers so courtesy of railroad brewing from avon ohio we have the hazy crazy new england ipa Ooh, it is fantastic it's seven percent and delicious. So you can't go wrong with a good hazy IPA, though. No, and dude, it, you can't really it pairs can. so nicely with a lobster roll. Like it is, it is wonderful. Do you know how bougie you sound right now? Dude, I don't care. All right? <laughs> I go to I Cape Cod on vacation. Right? I understand this, but you know what? A man needs his lobster when he's been accustomed to it his whole life. Hey. I, I get you. I get today. you. All right. Absolutely. All right. Well, we have another great episode today. Um, we're going to be reviewing bags. All right. We have the Score Holio Circuit Bags and the Copper Cornhole Scorpion Bags. But first, we're going to bring what's going on in our cornhole lives in a segment we call In and Around the Hole. Brought to you by Airwolf Athletics. Help, helping athletes become the alpha in all aspects of life. Stop by airwolfathletics.com and check out all their amazing products. Become the alpha and join the pack today. Visit airwolfathletics.com and use code BIGASS for 10% off your purchases. Fumbling with my phone, I'm sorry. Yeah, apparently so. I was going to say, like, this is the first time we've done that, Reed, but it's all, right. it's all good. It's all good. And then we are also brought to you by Blackjack Hornhole. When you think of Cornhole, all right, you think of Blackjack. The sexiest logo in the game, top-notch customer service, lightning-fast shipping, and some of the best bags of the game. Check out blackjackcornhole.com because there's no coincidence that Cornhole is played to 21. All right, so um, the biggest deck competition is pretty much wrapping up. We got like another 30 minutes, so we're recording here on Sunday. 25 um, minutes. 25 minutes or so, yeah. So we're recording on Sunday. Um as of right now, if nothing changes, looks like Tony Smith is going to uh, to walk away with this. Justin Stranger was uh, close on his tail with a throwing a 110. Tony Smith threw a 111. Eric Anderson also represented well, and he threw a 107. Apparently, Tanner Helper's still going to be throwing, though. He's waiting out some weather, and he's waiting to the last possible second to go out there and try to steal it from uh, the young gun, Tony Smith. But um, we'll see. So it's, it seems like it's probably either going to be Tony Smith or Tanner Helper that wins it. Um, but yeah, we'll find that out. And you, I'm sure you already probably know this because if you're listening to this, it's probably Wednesday or Thursday. 
and the dog cast comes out with their episode Tuesday and they probably already announced the winner. So, but I don't fucking know who it is right now. So we're just going to kind of insert winner. Congrats to whoever that is. Exactly. Other winners. Yeah. All that stuff. The other winners will be contacted this week. Um, So I'm going to go on a little bit of rant here. All right. Just like a mild rant. We'll talk, we'll call it that. Um, I think we were a little disappointed overall in the participation. Um, But for me, I, listen, I know parts of the country this week were just getting hammered by rain. We're kind of at that tail end of the hurricane, all that kind of stuff. So I, so I get it. Um, but I was disappointed in the particip- participation, especially locally. Um, mostly because personally, I try to go above and beyond supporting our friends around here. Um, I share their posts. I buy and wear their products. So I'm not going to lie. I'm a little fucking annoyed um, at the lack of Cleveland representation. Um, shout out to Eric Anderson. Shout out to Lawan. You're my boys. Thank you very much for for shooting. Um, I, I really appreciate that. Um, but I guess Dan, I guess we're just not like the cool kids at the club or something around here because you know, like I know we, I know a bunch of people around here record their practice sessions. All right, every fucking day. I see them. Yeah, I, mean, I see them. And then, but they're too good to come for our contest to win free fucking shit. So I was, I'm a little. <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was a little pissed off um, coming into today that like nobody had thrown yet. I get people are busy, but you had three days, and we're asking you to go out, bust out your boards, and throw a deck around. That's it to win free stuff. If nothing else, just to show your support that like, hey, we got your back. Um, I, I'm I'm just gonna stop here. I don't want to rant too much more, but I, I was I was pretty disappointed in the lack of local participation. Um, I'm just. I'm going to remember that, but I'm also going to remember the people that supported us and that through for this, I'm going to remember that, um, that kind of stuff goes a long way with me. Um, I guess this is how I was built, but, um, cause I guess I'm just going to lower expectations for, uh, for the local support around here. First off, let's be serious. You were built on beef and cheese. Yeah, and- true. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Uh, secondly, I mean, I, I, I agree with you, you know, it was, it was rough not seeing, uh, a lot of Clevelanders out there, but you know what? I got to say, it, it might be me, man. Like, cause every time I go to a tournament, they always ask, where's your brother? So maybe they just don't like me. Cause they're, they're always asking me what you're up to. And every time I just need to tell them like he has babies and whatnot. So, yeah, but again, still, it was, uh, it was cool to see some people participate. Some really good pros came in and threw some, uh, threw some fire on there. Um, but you guys were all giving me crap about saying that the winning uh, winner was going to be 114. Well, who looks like a silly fool now? Everyone else. Listen, Dane. <laughs> we also thought that we were going to get more than like 15 fucking people to play do this. So you know, our odds would have been that maybe somebody could have thrown a little better. But you know, it That's is true. what it is. I, I get it. I get it. So it's it's just it's hard for us because, and I'm sure Brendan's going to rant about this a little bit too, or maybe he already did because again, our episode comes afterwards. But time goes into this kind of stuff and talking to sponsors and getting them to donate their stuff. And we're, and we're promoting this stuff and we work hard to put out these shows and everything. And we try to do things to help promote our sponsors and to give away stuff to people who listen, but then there's zero participation. And like that, that, I don't know, that just irks me a little bit, but again, I'm, I'm probably just, I'm probably a little tired, a little sleep deprived. I'm probably just a little crankier than usual. So it is what it is. But you threw, right? You threw your deck around. I did, yeah. You threw I pretty had well. A pretty good deck around. Is yeah. that your best ghost score ever on camera? 
On camera, yes. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Because we've I've talked about it. You struggled. You struggled yeah. a little bit, like, on camera and stuff, throwing the deck around and stuff. So, no, that's good. I mean, yeah, you threw pretty well. Um, I threw, and I wasn't trying to win the contest, obviously. I was just trying to promote we were just the events. Yeah, participation on Yeah, this. throw it out yeah. there, show that we did it. And it was <laughs> hey, literally look, the worst. Winning. It was literally the worst score I've ever thrown live. Ever. I threw a six. You were a little distracted, though. You know, you had I, a helper who wanted to help you, and you couldn't have her pull bags off the board and stuff. So I get well, it. I mean, halfway through, like I really should have just done it. I should have been like, just just knock them in, because I, I mean, like again, I wasn't going to enter myself into the contest anyways. But yeah. like, it was still like, I I don't know. I was just, I was a little embarrassed. I was a little distracted. I didn't get that much sleep, so I think I wasn't in the best of moods going into it. And then I was trying to rush through it, and I'm not a, a rushing player. I like to take my time, think about the shot a little bit. So, um, yeah, I was just – I was just yeah, – it's just been one of those days, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, just compounded the fact that, That's like, no sad, one else man. is thrown. Yeah. So it is one of those. But those days. I, I wanted – I thought somebody um, – I believe his name is Dustin. Um, I don't want to throw him out, like, his last name and everything, but – when I woke up this morning, I saw him post something on Addicted to Cornhole, which I thought was a really interesting question. So I kind of wanted to bring it up for discussion on here before we go to the bag review. And he posed a question about how do other people's like families and stuff, how are they like adapting to them being more involved in this game? Because as we both know, when you get involved, you either there's like two types of people. There's either the people that are like, yeah, this is okay, or like us, we go ahead in and we're like, we love this, and like this, what we want this to be our life, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, like we're going, like yeah. we go head forward. So, how do families adjust to it and things like that? What do you do? You have a thought on that right away? I mean, I, I understand like the whole like family dynamic and like how it can affect players and everything. Um, it is. To me, it's a very easy game, like for the whole family to get involved in. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there are ways that you can, like, you know, get the family to start enjoying it. Maybe not as much as you, but enough to tolerate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, dude, like, like you were just saying, if you have, if you have like a crappy day, and like you try to throw bags later, it just doesn't work. You gotta, everything's gotta mesh t- together well, as like. And to me, it's like if your family like starts enjoying it and like comes to the tournaments, you know, we see these like wives and stuff coming out to tournaments. They don't even play. They just come out to support um, or vice versa. You know, husbands coming out to support their wives that are throwing, um, you know, when it's, it's easier to throw when you're relaxed and, you know, not having to, to worry about the home life because it came with you. I mean, I think that a perfect example is myself, right? I'll use myself as an example. When we were playing in the league, right? The nights that I played lights out, everything at home was good. You know, the baby was behaving. The dog wasn't being a pain in the ass. The nights that I was getting calls from, you know, from my wife, mm-hmm. like, you know, so the kids acting up or the dogs, you know, shit on the carpet or, you know, something, you know, whatever it was. Those are the nights that I would throw like absolute garbage. I was a mental basket case. Yeah, so I for think, those of you that don't know Sean, you can just see it right on his face. I don't like hide he does, it well. He, he cannot hide emotions. So no, but like if people yeah. he's having a shit night. Yeah, people would kind of just know, like, oh, just don't go talk to me. And, like, I don't try to hide it. I mean, there's no point, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, just kind of, again, I think that's just the way I'm built. But I'm at a point in my life where, honestly, 
I know I won't get much better right now only because I don't have the time to play in practice. Right. I yeah, think I mean, that's understandable. I think that's if you are new to the game and you're listening to this and you're like, Hey, I really want to jump into it again. I think we talked to, we talked about in one of our uh, beginner's guides episodes about um, expectations and setting goals for yourself. I think this is an important part of that is you have to understand the family dynamic and your availability, because really, if you want to get really good, you have to practice a lot. Um, oh, yeah. Over this break, when I wasn't going to league and I was just at home out on my driveway throwing, you know, for 30 minutes pretty much every night before I went to bed, you know, after I put my daughter down, I was starting to throw really well because I was throwing all the time. But that I am the kind of guy that has to throw all the time to get better. I'm not like Matt guy. I'm not like some pro player that can go three, four months without touching a bag hop up a week before a tournament and then go out and win it. Like I am somebody that needs that muscle memory all the time. And I think I just, it's, I'm at a point right now where my son was just born last week and I'm trying to come to, come to grips with where I felt like I was moving in the right direction where I wanted to as a player. <laughs> and, I and, reeled right back. <laughs> and I'm hoping that if nothing else, I can kind of maintain where I'm at, which is like this, competitive, maybe low, very low level advanced type player. I was hoping to make the jump into being like a, like a very like, you know, middle of the road advanced player this past year. But realistically, I don't have enough time to throw and I know that's not going to happen. So I just have to personally, I have to temper expectations. Um, so I just think family dynamics do play a big role in, you know, how a person plays and how much time is they have to practice and things like that. I mean, I, I think that speaks volumes to, how successful the young buck has been in the pro circuit as well. Oh yeah. These young kids are dominating because you know, they don't, they don't have those worries. They don't have, you know, they don't have just the adult problems yet. So they, they're free to go out. And when, I mean, some of these kids have like, like these dads that are backing them 100%. Yeah, like, say mom and dad driving them to the tournaments. They get to sleep yeah. on the way there. Like, so you know I'm saying, like, like they're not like, hung I mean, over. Like, and you have zero worries when you step up to the board and like, I mean, they look like they all look so relaxed. And then I think again, and I'm like, well, they should be freaking relaxed. Like, so yeah, I mean, I think, I think that it definitely speaks to the family dynamic as well. It's just like across the board. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have the home life locked down in order to, to be throwing bags. Right. And then if you don't have the time to practice, I mean, family first, I mean, it's I mean, that simple. Last weekend, perfect example, right? Last weekend, I was in the hospital. My son was born, getting ready to take him home. You were playing 36 holes of golf, playing two blind draws, and you know going out. You know what I mean? Like softball. Don't forget and softball. So, and softball. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like that's just that's the kind of difference right now. Like because you have the time availability um, right now, where your your flight your schedule is flexible enough to allow for you to practice and go to participate in those events, which is only going to help you better because we've said it before the best way to practice is going to those types of like blind draw events and playing against oh, yeah, other people playing with people. Yeah. I mean, I I've done like all I'm doing is throwing like ghosts and deck arounds and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, it's great. Like I get a flat throw, but it's just a completely different dynamic when you start playing singles against somebody. Oh yeah. Speaking of which I got to play with Tony Rinaldi up at Razzles. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So we had a nice little run one, three and zero. game three though. Guys, we were down 16, nothing. Did you guys, one. Did you guys throw rogues? I'm assuming. 
BJ Rogues? Yeah, we, we actually threw uh, our Rogues. Yeah, do you have both set of our Rogues set. over there, by the way? I know yeah, I think I do. Time. Okay, because I, I do not I do. have one of those. I, I need to snag one of those sets. When I drop off some of the other stuff this week, I need to grab one of those sets because I, yeah, I wanted to sure. throw them, and I checked my trunk, and I'm like, I don't have any of them. I, I couldn't find anything, so. Gotta love personal conversations in the middle of the podcast. Why not? I mean, I knew I was going to forget. This is how my brain works. So Shane, fantastic. I love you. I'll, just, I'll drop them off to you, all right? No, oh, how about that? How about that? All right. All right hey, so, um, long drive. I guess I just wanted to bring up the family dynamic part, especially after today. If you are listening to this, and um, I threw the deck around earlier, and we were talking about how I was a little distracted. About five minutes into the video, you can see my daughter kind of just... <laughs> slowly wander in but the whole time i'm throwing like basically i throw the first four bags and the front door opens she comes down the steps and like every two seconds is just taking one step another step and all she wants to do when i practice she like if i miss a bag she likes to go pick it up and put it in the hole so she's like just standing there like dog on a chain like just wants to go (laughs) get it so i'm like trying to give her the side eye like no just stay here and then we're like I think five minutes into the video, she finally walks over and just stands next to the board. And I throw one bag and I miss it left. And she's like, Oh, I'll get it. And she starts running down. And I'm like, no, 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 please don't just don't touch the bag. <laughs> so, but that's what it is. So I want to talk about family dynamics. Cause I thought it was um, a funny moment from earlier today. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we're going to move on here. We're going to transition to the bag review time. Um, yeah. And this bag review appropriately is brought to you by Bagsboard, the maker of the original cornhole bag backpack. The highest quality materials used to craft these bags are made right here in the USA. Need patches? Bagsboards has some of the best around. Visit bagsboards.com and grab yours today. Okay. So let's start off with the score Holio circuit bag. Yeah, okay. for sure. So this bag has actually been getting some pretty rave reviews. So um, we have had Ben Boodoo on our show before. So I reached out to Ben. And they have two sets of bags out currently, the Circuit and... Spark? Spark, yes, correct. And I asked Ben, hey, if I was going to buy one of these two sets, what would you recommend? And he said, without a doubt, go with the Circuit. Like, that's been getting the most reviews from people. I'm like, all right, cool. So we purchased it. Right away, we both really liked it. Good bag, yeah. I love the design on the bag. We went with the turquoise, all right? Yeah, and it, it sticks out on a board. It does. Like, it does. It yeah, really. So, it really do you want to run with? You want to run with this one first? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, honestly, when we felt it, it, it had a very familiar side to it. That one texture, that I feel like it's starting to gain some ground. It's uh, mm-hmm. that slower I mean, side. That slower side on it. Um, I mean, it's it's very. It felt very similar to like the was that the Baghdadi 3.0. Yeah. Um, and then like, but man, I'll tell you what, it moved very nice on a board. It, it felt a little bit faster, but like, it is really hard because I didn't throw them side by side, so it's yeah. hard for the comparison of speed on it because one day could have been you know a little stickier and, um, but still like I like the way the bag moved. It's it felt pretty big in my hand felt like a good size bag and uh yeah i mean the the fast side was still controllable which i liked as well um and slinkiness i felt like it'll become that after yeah. throwing it for a while it was a little bit stiff but for a new bag, bag for a new bag with that material i i thought i mean it was pretty close to being it wasn't that bad you could and play I'll with it that, right away yeah and that fast side is like slinky already so it Correct. certainly so, helps it with this with this material, we know because we we've thrown enough, like other bags that have a similar, maybe not the exact, but very similar properties to it. 
Um, we know that it starts off slower and it's going to speed up just a, just a hair. This is like this the opposite type material where a lot of bags tend to slow down a little bit. This actually speeds up a little bit. So like when I was first throwing it, I would have rated it like a four out of ten on the slow side. But as you start to throw it a little bit more, it's probably a five out of ten right around there. Um, now the fast side is very controllable. I would say it's like seven out of ten. You know I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not too fast. It's not too slow. It's like, the, it's a very good controllable. I, I, I would beg to say like, this would be a great starter bag for somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Just like good speeds, you know what I mean? Not extreme on either way. Um, but it's a very well-made bag. It can still move. You can still stop it. Um, I, I would say this would be a pretty good starter bag for a lot of people. Oh yeah, and then I mean, I would love I love to see what that stuff does like in different situations too. That that material, because if you know how to throw it, you can hit all the shots with that that stuff too. You can hit the Absolutely. roll bag. I mean, you can hit a cut shot. You, it's easy to airmail because that material just grips. So yeah, I mean, it's I like that material on the slow side, and oh no, it's a, it's a good bag. I like it. No, oh, absolutely, and I, I like the fact that when I ordered it, it was like shipped like the next day. That was awesome. Like yeah, the bags were sure. here so freaking fast. Um, if you've ever done dealt with Score Holio at all and ever, you know their customer service is top notch. Um, the bag service is no different whatsoever. Again, I love the design of the bag. I think it's the very colors, unique. Like, I love. The, I think the, the color is pop. just. You know what yeah. it reminded me of when I when I first saw it, I thought of Tron. Yes, exactly. I, I don't know. I even think that that like, might have been the color. They might have called it Tron Blue, but like just looking at the bag with the blue on it, that's exactly what I thought it was Tron, like yeah. 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool look. I, I was a fan of it, for sure. Absolutely. So um, if you're interested in the bag, make sure you check out uh, Score Holio. And if you have the app, I believe there is a uh, shop section on there. You can access the bags through there. Um, but yeah, I big fan of the circuit board, uh, circuit bags from score Holio. highly recommend them. Check them out, especially if you're looking for like that, uh, middle of the road, um, bag where neither side is too extreme, but it's still very whole forgiving. So yeah, and we'll, we'll have to really check out the it. spark next too. We'll Absolutely. See. That's his go, go bag. Correct. 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 Okay. All right. So the next bag we're going to do is the copper scorpion. So this is a bag that I kept hearing about, right? It is made out in Arizona. Um, I kept hearing about it, right? And we finally got our, our hands on a set because for a while he stopped making them. But yes. he recently start, popped back up. I've been trying to get in contact with the guy just to get, you know, just get some, a little bit of information, you know, like just to, so we're going blind. I've not talked to the guy that makes these bags at all ever. Um, but I'll tell you what, I threw these bags lights out i really like these bags um to me just the the feel of them uh the shape of them it was like to me it was like a souped up all slide exactly yeah i totally agree um it's it's one of my favorite bags to throw when it's humid yeah that's what i'm saying so like just moves real nice that slow side or i mean slower side is like a medium fast side i would say and now the other side is like ludicrous speed i mean we're talking viper-esque like this thing might kill a viper kind of thing um but the slow side i really like the speed um especially like you said if it's humid if it's humid and you throw that um and you throw an all slide it can you sometimes got to put a little ass oh, behind yeah, it to it get into the to hole. For sure. This one, yeah. you do, it just does not. It really cuts through the humidity well. It seemed yeah, like it does. Um, and it's just like 
this is a solid bag. It reminded me, I hadn't felt a bag like this solid. This kind of reminded me a little bit. I think it's definitely faster, but of the Sneaky Pete. Yeah. Of the, the the money bag sneaky Pete series um without obviously without the bbs in the corners and stuff but size wise um feel of the bag it, it felt a little bit like a broken in sneaky Pete um obviously this bag is just a little bit faster yeah and you know like i love the bigger fill in bags yes yes and like this has a nice big fill in it but it's still not like it's still not a super thick bag in your hand. Mm-hmm. Like some of those, like you get big fill and it just feels like a brick. Now this thing's still very slinky, but it's just got a big fill. And when you, when you hit the board with it, you actually hear those things spread out yeah. and like flatten out. And like this always lands flat. It's a, it's a nice bag for sure. I, I have, we've had this bag for a while. We got it at the beginning yes. of summer. We had been holding off on reviewing it because if the guy wasn't going to be making more bags, we didn't want to necessarily review a bag and be like, hey, this thing's so great. Like, sucks. You can't go get it. Yeah. As soon as I saw him post that, he's like, hey, I'm back. I'm making bags again. I'm like, well, shit, we got to review this bag. I mean, I, I love still it. making that Scorpion. And he is. Not, like, not to mention this, uh, the design on it, it's very simple, but I love it. Like, it's just like this yeah. hourglass shape on it but like it's it's very clean very it reminds me almost of like mortal Kombat or something <laughs> yeah know, yeah like now if you go to his site now or if you just go to facebook.com and you check out uh copper uh copper cornhole you'll go to he'll have his site and uh he has a few different designs for the scorpion bag but again they're not overly crazy um i know the one before he stopped making them the popular design was the camo um yeah. design bags very, very clean-looking bag. But again, I love the materials. I thought this was an outstanding bag. If you're looking for something, again, that's just different, all right? Um, I think the most comparable bag, in my opinion, to this is an Inferno. You know I have spoken about the Inferno a thousand times and how much I love that bag. That is pretty much next to a 357, my go-to bag, or the Blackjack Spade. Like Those are my top three bags. This is very close to the Inferno, um, and I I really, really liked it. I would say the Inferno's fill is a little bit smaller, but if you're somebody, again, that likes a little bigger fill and you want something that's up there in speed, definitely check out Copper Scorpion for sure. For sure. For I think, uh, I think that leads us into our favorite time. Plug time. Reaches at Instagram and Twitter at Big Asp Cornhole. And Facebook at Big Asp Cornhole Podcast. Thank you to Airwolf Athletics. Visit airwolfathletics.com for all your cornhole swag. And be sure to use the code Big Asp to save yourself 10% off all your purchases. Sean, I actually just used that code today. Ooh, did you? What'd you get? I got uh, the limited edition Navy Tsunamis. Did you get those for Barry? Uh, okay, I, I was I was thinking about I that did. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so a good I that's a good buy. Those. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, and the code works. So there you go. Oh, I, there you I go. could <laughs> use it. So it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Okay, so I want to take just a second. Um, we had been talking about everyone else, like, oh, you know, our whole feed's all about like playing with so and so and sponsors. Well, guess what? This is going to be our second. Well, we're going to do this too, guys. Um, I want to welcome aboard our three new sponsors: Blackjack Hornhole. Colorado Cornhole Connection and Bags Board. We greatly appreciate all three of you. Airwolf Athletics, you already know we appreciate you. We love you. We feel now that we have 
just such a well-rounded group of sponsors. And I'm just really excited to see how we can all help each other and continue to kind of grow their brands and our brands. And so I just, I wanted just to take a second and say, we don't take this stuff lightly. We got your back. Thank you for taking a chance on us. We're going to continue to put out quality content, I guess, if you think consider <laughs> any of our content quality in the first place. Um, but we're going to keep doing the best we can. Um, so yeah, so we really appreciate it. So thank you to Troy Hauser, Nick Feinstein, Don Neuvoner, Brandon Thompson. We appreciate you. We love you guys. And uh, welcome to Team Big Asp. Hell yeah. And uh, for sure. You know, get excited for some one of a kind swag coming from us too. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. 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 So um, I did want to uh, let everyone know that we're going to be joined uh, tomorrow by AJ Sims. The great AJ Sims, yes. the lefty from Texas, just slinging, just slinging bags. Love his often, often impressive first pro year. Um, so we're going to be interviewing him next. So just make sure you stay tuned for the AJ Sims interview. Awesome, for sure. Um, if you have any questions, you have topics. We've said this before. Please hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. I don't care. Send us your topics. We are more than willing to talk about anything on the show. It's cornhole. The topics get a little thin. I'm trying to and be we're, creative. We're going to start talking about fantasy football here soon. I, I mean, seriously. I mean, so, again, <laughs> if there's anything, and there's no there's no dumb topics, all right? We can spin it any way we want. Um, Hell yeah. I, I, and that's what I want to hear. So just if you have any ideas at all anything you want to hear about, or you have any specific people that you would like interviewed or a pro or a local player that you think would be a really good interview, just hit us up, let us know. And if you really, really love us and you wanted to stop by Apple podcast and you wanted to leave a review and drop us five stars, we're not going to be mad at you. And guess what? If you send me a picture of it, I'll send you a patch or a sticker or something. I don't care. So just do it. Yeah. Go to Apple podcast, leave us a review, drop us those five stars. Sean, no no one's going to do that. No one's going to do that. I'm going to try no. reverse psychology. I like we'll it. We'll see. Yeah, oh, so no, one, no one's going to do that, Sean. I bet you. Yeah. Well, well, if you bet me, then you're going to win. That's so. true. That's... Shit, no, I don't bet you. <laughs> All right, I, I, just, I would say no one's going to do it. All right, so next week we're going to have more riveting content. We are going to be reviewing more bags for sure. We have the Dragon Bag Terror and the Genomes. Genomes. I don't know if you saw the picture of the bags, but oh my god, I got yeah, the limited edition white version, sexy. and they're so clean. And he signed them. Maddie, yeah. don't sign the bag. I want to throw them, man. But now <laughs> I feel like I can't throw them, so I feel like I'm only going to throw like three out of the four or something. But, um, but no, I'm really excited. The Terror and the Genome, two bags from Dragon I've never reviewed. I've thrown them a few times, um, but... I'm excited, so make sure you check us out next week and hear that review. Hells yeah. For sure. All right. Well, as always, we hope you throw it straight, and it's nothing but four baggers from here on out. Cornholing. Later. Welcome back to the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast, where we are joined by ACL Pro, AJ Sims. Thanks for joining us, man. Oh, man, thanks for having me, man. No, man, we're excited to have you, so this is going to be fun. We're going to try to we're gonna try to keep it light like we normally do, and uh, we'll have some fun. So, Dan, why don't you kick us off? Dude. I mean, first right, off, yeah, that's good. Again, thank, you for, thank you for joining us. You have one of my favorite tosses in the game. I am a huge fan. Oh, man, so, I appreciate uh, that. 
appreciate Hell that. Yeah, I, I love watching you throw. Um, so take take us on your journey. Like, how how'd you end up playing professional cornhole? All right, so man, this all started back in like 2017. Man, we played uh, like you said, softball questions earlier. So it's softball, man. Start on the softball field. You know, <laughs> softball, man. Our softball team, our softball team was terrible, man. So we would always. <laughs> I mean, it was buddies. You know, we we had a legit, you know, buddies, friends, softball team. Like, if, even if you suck, we'll put you in right field somewhere. Like, we didn't care. So, <laughs> man, we would go out to tournaments and go 0-2, man. You know, we realized, like, man, we don't want to go home. We got to find something to do. So, buddy brought out some cornhole boards. And, man, believe it or not, my very first time throwing, like, he had a weird rule that was, like, if you throw four in the in the, uh, in the hole, the game is over. And then you got to flip it over and sign the boards. Like, it was weird. So, man, oh. I mean, hey, we were scoring three to one. Like, that's how the games were when we started out. We were all so terrible. <laughs> so, one night, man, I ended up throwing a, a, a 12 accidentally with the weirdest flop shot, signed the boards, you know, and the guy, he was so competitive. He's like, no, nah, we ain't done with this. We're going to take this to the house. So, we ended up going to his house playing all night long. And, man, from that day on, man, it's been every day. Holy shit. So, like, so you've made this fast of a rise since 2017? Yeah. That's 2017 crazy, was, man. Hell yeah. That's, that's so, impressive, man. So, 2017, I actually started out playing social for a little while. Played the social level uh, a couple tournaments. Ended up winning state and social, like, my second tournament. Then was like, you know what? Can't play social. I want to get better. So, went straight from social straight to open. You know, straight to advanced. Like, didn't play competitive. Played okay. advanced, you know, uh, man, and just we, I mean, got better like really fast. And Do you know how many people like are said, sitting there in their car driving to work right now, and all of a sudden they sat up a little bit taller. They're like, oh, they yeah. could be me. Like, like I play social, like maybe that could be me. <laughs> it's probably I mean, not legit, you, I mean, right? <laughs> hey, we legit play people that have been playing like, like Eddie. You know, Eddie Grindersley, who's also from Texas and one of a good buddy yeah. of ours. You know, man, he's been playing for like 10, 12 years. You know, okay. yeah. I didn't even I didn't even know this existed. Like 2017, <laughs> ended up playing a little social tournament, and man, as competitive as I am, I mean, we got our ass whooped all the time, and like cornhole and softball. So it's like, you know what? I got to go and get better. So I secretly practice all the time, and then before you know it, man, I, you know, that's what you get today. You know, just put in a little work. So what do people say like when you're like your friends who like aren't really into cornhole? Like when you tell them like. Yeah, I'm a professional player. You know what I mean? Like, like, what do they say? I mean, do they give you looks, or do you have to explain it? Or, man, I can tell you, weird enough. Like, so it's two different stages. So, 2019, when when we won the you know world championship that year, or whatever. Yeah. Before that, everybody's like, "What is cornhole? Like, what is that? Like, man, you know, what kind of you playing? I mean, come on, man, you got time for that? You should be doing other things, like." You got four kids. How are you playing cornhole all the time? Like, like basically, people give you a look like, man, you need to grow up. Like, what are you doing playing playing games all the time? You know, fast forward to now, it's the only thing on TV. Every time I, I mean, like, low, no, no joke. It's like, I saw you on TV. I saw you on TV. I yeah. go to the grocery store. Hey, man, we saw you on TV. Like, it's it's almost like a little minor celebrity. No money with it, but I mean, it's <laughs> not yet. Right? It's not yet. Coming, yeah, not, coming not soon, yet, but man, coming soon. I mean, I'm 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 the local like grocery store superstar when I walk in there. Okay. Pretty cool. All right. Man. Well, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, so you had talked about a little bit. Um, obviously, you've had some early success. Um, you and Josh had played under the <clears> bright lights when you guys won the world championships and advanced. 
which, um, again, we try to explain this to people. Sometimes the advanced is just as, if not more, uh, stacked than the pro division. Um, Especially that season. Yeah. I mean, and then you, and then obviously this past world championship, you made it on the big stage. Um, you ran into kind of a freight train, but you still made it on the bright light. So just tell us what's that experience like. I mean, it's gotta be, it's gonna be fucking awesome, right? I mean, that's everyone's goal. I mean, I don't care what they say. If you make it to the pro level, everyone wants to play on ESPN. They want that notoriety. So just walk us through that experience a little bit. So, man, I'll start out like this. Like you mentioned the fact that the advanced, it's like, so I didn't play pro my very first year mm-hmm. because, you know, there was me, Josh, and Eric Weathers. Eric Weathers, who used to mm-hmm. play a lot and kind of, you know, took a little time off, you know, to focus on family and work. So I never, I didn't have a partner. So okay. I decided not to go pro my first year, but I went to every national and played an advanced tournament. When we won the advanced doubles tournament, that was the hardest tournament that anybody had played in because it was the oh, first yeah. time you had, like Matt Guy wasn't a pro, Ryan Windsor wasn't a pro, Eric Zockline, those guys weren't pros, but they all played in that tournament with every single pro. So believe it or not, we actually won the hardest tournament you know, the pro tournament, not taking anything away from Sorrells and Parker because no. the pro you know, pro championship is what it is. But when you add Matt Guy and you add Ryan Windsor is able to play in this tournament, I mean, you're talking about the best of the best in the world. Hey man, it's, to me, it's just fast forward to 2021, man. That's what we're going to be right. seeing now. Pretty much. I, tried to, I tried to explain to my friends how, like, why that was such a big deal. Because, you know, they, they didn't understand. They're like, well, yeah, but pro is harder. I'm like, well, it, yeah. Yes. And no, but no, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, you have to understand the talent level in advance is probably just as good. If not, I mean, at that year might've been maybe better, who knows, but uh, right, yeah, it was right. always, it was always impressed. So it's, I mean, it's gotta be cool. So I mean, do you get nervous playing under the bright lights or, I mean, do you have any nerves or anything or. So man, let's say, man, it's, there, there's no way to simulate the feeling of being in the bright lights. Um, I would like to say that each time I go into the bright lights, cause I've actually been there now, Six times I've been on the ESPN stage for six times and man, you, there's no way to simulate it. You can, I mean, you can like, literally I had in 2019, we won the world championship. I had arguably my best tournament ever in doubles. And then we got to the main stage, even though we won, man, I was shaking like crazy. Like, I mean, it was like, you can't really tell on the outside, but internally, man, it's like legs won't stop moving. You're overthinking shots. You know, it's, you got to be able to calm yourself down and there's no way to simulate it until you actually get there, man. Like I, I would like to say, you know what? I was composed. I was ready to go. I was fire, but I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest. I'm transparent. You know, I, I was nervous as hell. You know, even this last game against Jamie Graham, same thing, like started out great and, you know, kind of got baby deer legs towards the middle of the game. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, really only two rounds cost you that. I mean, you were playing outstanding. I mean, it was a really good match. Um, so if somebody would have turned it on late in that match, They'd have been like, oh, you know, it's not great. But if you really watch from the beginning all the way to the end, it really was a battle. It's two rounds that really killed you. I mean, besides that, I mean, right. you guys were neck and neck back and forth. So, right, I went from hitting every shot I wanted to hit, perfect pushes. I mean, pushing great bags, going around bags, setting up rounds. Till you know, I think it might have been the eighth or ninth round where I just threw it on the side of the board on the outside arm, come back again, outside arm again, and threw it on the off board again, and then made a terrible decision in my last frame to give up the game you know again like i said i felt great all the way through i expected nerves to get me early in that game and believe it or not early in the game it didn't there was a point towards the middle of the game where i felt like you know what i'm really gonna win this and i'm really gonna battle through here and all of a sudden you know just 
man, something crazy happened that's never happened. I can't explain it, but, you know, it just, it was weird, man. I get it. Hey, you know, AJ, I'll tell you what, you have yet to to play in a tournament with Sean and I there. When that happens, we'll be able to simu- simulate it for you because we are very judgy. <laughs> so we'll just make right, sure by you. You know, we'll, we'll give you the glaring stare, make you feel a little nervous. I'm just kidding. We're, we're not that mean. <laughs> For those of you uh, that don't know, like you play with Josh Gross. Um, he was on our right. show previously and self-proclaimed uh, corn and uh, and like loves practice. Like his practice routine, he was telling us that was the first one we heard that was, like kind of blew our mind. Um, yep. So do you do you practice a bunch as well and like watch film with him and stuff? So I'll tell you this: we have a different take on film. And watching film, uh, <laughs> I, I hardly ever, I hardly ever watch film. Okay. But what I will tell you is that me and Josh, we started playing the exact same day. So we've been playing from the moment I threw my first bag was the first day he ever threw his first bag. Um, we literally went for an eight month period to where we played two hours every single day from one p.m. to three p.m. every single day, at least Monday through Friday. Sometimes taking weekends off. But we play two hours every day. So even though wow. we've only been playing for a couple of years, we've simulated playing oh, yeah. 10 years. Right. And we, I mean, we bet every day. Every game was $5 a game. Like, so we want to destroy each other, man. So if you came and watched one of our shop games and our practice games, you would think, oh, yeah. man, that's a national tournament. Like, these guys want, like, we want, <laughs> like, literally, if, if I beat him two out of three times, he's probably not talking to me for the next couple of days. That's how mad he is, you know? And that's what, that's what kind of drives us, man. But, as far as the film, this dude analyzes everything. He can go through and tell you, you know what, when the game is over with. Man, you know what, I bet you averaged about a 10.7, and I averaged about a 10.5. And we go back and do the numbers later, which he always does every game, does the numbers every single game. <laughs> he'll come back, and he'll be close. Like, I don't even think about that. I'll be like, man, I threw terrible. And then he would be like, nah, man, you threw 11.5. Like, you know, and it feels terrible to me because wins and losses, yeah. I only um, – I, if I throw an eight and I win, it's just as good as me throwing an 11 and win. All I care about is winning. He yeah. cares about, yeah. the, you know, he's analytic, man. He goes through and he'll have it highlighted and he got these spreadsheets. I mean, it's like legit. I guarantee hey, you. Know, we had those analytics. No we had those analytics yeah. come through and bite us in the ass here in Cleveland. Goddamn yeah. Browns. Yeah. So Ridiculous. It doesn't always work out, but. Y'all Browns fan? Well, yeah. Unfortunately. Well, we here, so, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Don't say it like that. Come on, man. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, so, I say it like that. <laughs> so, I, look, so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge football fan, Dallas Cowboys fan, you know, I'm as sorry, you know, okay. you probably expect it. But, yeah. <laughs> and I expected, I expected big things out of Browns last year, and they disappointed me, man. Look, oh, like, or, or you, I'm sorry. Well, like, no, I mean, you, should I, try, you should try living we here. We okay? couldn't even, like, that'd be great. Yeah, we couldn't even watch <laughs> I mean, like, I don't even have any skin in the game, man. Browns hype. I mean, come on, Baker Mayfield. Like, come on, man. I expect him to. Like, you got Odell Beckham. Listen, we were having such a good time. We were having such a good time. All right? We don't have to go this route. All right? (laughs) 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 Oh, man. DD class. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Hey, so one of the things – one of the things people really like to find out about when they're listening to the show is what – specifically, are you – when you practice, are you primarily only playing singles – or are you a guy that 
you just throw four bags down, four bags back. Do you work on scenarios? Do you, are you three bags? I slide and I airmail. Like, do you have a certain, a set routine that you always go through every time? So I, it, it depends on like, so my wife, this probably drives my wife crazy, but I have a set of boards in my living room. So when I get up at seven, when I, when I get up at seven, I mean, it's, it's measured out perfect. I got 27 feet perfect in my living room. I mean, it just have, I got, I bought the perfect house apparently. So I get up at seven o'clock in the morning and I'm in underwear and socks and I throw, you know, down and back, down and back, you know, four times and I'll come back get in the bed. Like I literally throw all day, but because of the way that I play, I'm not a hole for hole type player. I okay. want the bags in the way. I want to work around bags. So I set bags up on the board. I'll set a block up, and my intention is to not move the block at all. That is how my main practices are go when I'm practicing by myself. But we literally – so I don't know if you know Caleb Batson, who's this just 15 – he's just turned a 15-year-old phenomenon that we have in our area. Him and Eddie Grindersleeve, they – I mean, they're an ACL pro team, and they live literally – like. Eddie lives 30 minutes from me. Caleb lives 30 minutes on the other side. So we're actually meeting two times a week and having ACL pro type doubles duels like twice a week. So Is anyone going to beat your crew club team? Man, you know what? I don't think so. I honestly that's, feel that's, like that's, me, man. that's a nasty <laughs> team, man. That's a really good I, I, team. I honestly feel like right now, man, it's, it's crazy because – we go neck and neck with that team. Caleb is hot. Like, he's on fire. He's won the last two singles tournaments in Texas with me, Josh, and Eddie being there. And he's actually won that at 14 years old. Uh, I mean, he is a beast. Eddie is a beast. Like, it's crazy. Like, our practices are like, we play pretty much tournaments twice a week in Josh's shop. So, I mean, it gets crazy. I think we're going to be overly prepared for when the season comes. Let me, let me ask you just now that you brought up Caleb, I was going to bring him up later in the show, but just kind of go. Oh, okay. Off sorry that a about bit. that. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. No, let's, I just want to roll off this a little bit. So he's, well, you said 14, 15 years old, right? I mean, this young 100%. dude coming in, you guys are kind of like the grizzled veterans now, even though you've only been playing for a few years. Is there any added pressure right. knowing that there's some young dude like you? I mean, let's be serious. No one wants to lose to a 14 or 15 year old on ESPN. Right. I mean, so right. does that, is there any added pressure with that? Like, do you guys put like, you know, so, so I'll be honest, man. It's pretty much bittersweet because yeah. from, from 2017, 2018, every step of the way, Caleb has watched us from that moment on since he was since he was 11. Like he was 10 and 11 years old waiting for his opportunity. He's used my bags in almost every single tournament. He's mimicked our throws. He literally watches and waits for his opportunity. He grew into his his because he was throwing like, you know, a kid. He grew into his arm swing and now he's comfortably throwing fire, which to me is bittersweet. It's like, man, look what we have created. But at yep. the same time, I'll be honest, I attribute my success that I had in South Carolina to that. Playing against Eddie, playing against Caleb. Oh, there's yeah. nothing that I, there's nothing that I haven't seen when I got to, you know, Rock Hill. So honestly, even though I played some great players, I've felt like I've been practicing against the best all week. So yes, it does. It's like, man, look what I've created. Now I got a battle against that. But it's also like, man, I know his story. I know that it's amazing to see what he's going through, and it only pushes us to get better. So, actually, I mean, I welcome it. I love it. Your whole conference is kind of on the rise. 
I mean, you yes. guys, you guys have a lot of talent down there. I mean, a whole lot of talent out there. So I mean, I, and I mean, it's only it's only going to get bigger too. Man, this conference is amazing. When we first came in, only people they talked about our very first year was Eddie and Josh. Yeah. They only talked about Eddie and Josh our very first pro season. Last year they talked about, I mean, the uh, 2019 they talked about me, Eddie, Josh. Now you're talking about me, Eddie, Josh, Steve Wendling, Todd Bridges, and all these people are you know playing on ESPN. We got new newcomers and Dylan Turpin. We got Caleb, who's I mean insane like he's on a hot run right now i mean we actually made some noise this year in the conference cup the year before i mean i think we went over to you know barbecue chicken we're done you know now in the conference <laughs> cup in the conference cup man we had a little you know we made a little run man so i'm excited about southwest conference this is going to be our best year we got people like ricky g guys that nobody know about who man they're going to make some noise this year i'm excited about it heck yeah all right so you know uh it's, we you were talking about like having uh having four kids at home and stuff. So like, what are what are all their ages and stuff? So man, I got uh, three boys and one girl. My oldest son is eleven. I have a nine year old boy. My daughter is eight, and then I have a four year old son that just started school this year. So I mean, they're and they and they all play sports. So there you go. I do have time. I do have time to practice, but man, just I also coach right everything. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so let me ask you. So there's, earlier there's in this hope, episode, man. yeah, earlier in this episode, we talked about how difficult it can be to balance home life while playing, or at least maybe not even playing, but trying to get better at the game. Um, so like I joked, like I have a three-year-old and I have a newborn. Pro- now is probably not the ideal time for me to try to think like I'm going to get a whole lot better. All right, like I just don't have time right. to practice. Right. So like, how do you balance it all? I mean, you already told us a little bit that your wife is a, at least tolerable to you having boards in your living room thrown in your underwear. Right. I mean, maybe that's your guys' thing. Right. That's cool. I mean, like, listen, everyone's different. Right. But like, how do you balance all that, the home life, and you know, finding time to practice? So, man, my wife is extremely supportive. She's extremely supportive to the, you know what makes me happy. And she also knows that whenever I'm not playing cornhole on those other days, I'm a very attentive dad. I'm a very focused dad. I coach every sport uh, that my kids play. I'm very active in my, you know, with my kids' life. And then when I have time to practice, that's when I do practice. I schedule my practices out. So I know throughout the week if, hey, we're going to go play on Tuesday and Thursday this week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is completely devoted to my family, completely devoted to kids, you know, uh, it has to be that way. I have to schedule it out perfectly because I have to practice, but I also don't want to miss anything when it comes to my kids. I don't want to, I don't want them to pay for me trying to get better, which there's, I haven't always been the best at, but I found a balance that me and my wife have worked out, man. It just works perfect. Now, AJ, I gotta say, we just met. This is our first time talking. You, you tell me that you coach all your kids sports and you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I trust you to do a very good job of that. You seem like a, a great dad. Now, Sean, I don't know if you know this about him, but he was once a, a high school rugby coach for one of the most elite rugby teams in all of high school, our former high school, St. Edwards. Okay. I've seen him as a coach. He he should not coach his children's sports. <laughs> and they would want to disown him. So maybe, maybe when you guys meet in the future, you can give him some tips on being a dad coach because, my God, he was, he was scary. Was he He's a scary coach. I was thrown out of a state championship game. Oh man, I've been thrown out one rugby. time only. You know bad you got <laughs> Yeah, how do you get thrown out of rugby? That's pretty aggressive, man. It, it it came back from the week before. I made a comment to the uh, to what we call the sir, the referee. 
he had made some shitty calls the week before. So I just made a smart ass remark as we we're walking on the field, like, like just making sure that he was going to actually like watch it, make sure, make the right calls this week. Apparently he didn't like that. And I made another smart ass. I wasn't even yelling. I just made another smart ass remark, like in the middle of the second half. And he just, he tossed me. So I had to watch from the stand. So that was fun. No, we lost the win. game. So no, no, we were losing. Oh, so it's probably, yeah, come yeah. on, <laughs> so, come on. You don't get tossed when you lose. Yeah. So yeah. It was, and with Sean, it's not even with Sean. It's not even the yelling. It's the mind games. You know, all the players think, think they're his friends. And then he right. makes them run until they puke. You know, it's just, he's hey, got, he's got the mind son, games down. So my son, uh, my nine-year-old son, he's a really great athlete. Like he's great. Like football scores four or five touchdowns a game. Baseball probably hits 400. Fielding percentage probably 900. I mean, he's a fantastic athlete, my nine-year-old. Okay. And he absolutely hates when I coach him because I'm pretty much coaching him. Like, like I would coach myself. Like I throw a yeah. 10 in the cornhole. I'm pissed. You know, if he only scores three touchdowns, you know, I, hey, you should have five. Like, you know, I am that dad. I am that dad. So my wife definitely kind of balances it out. She balances it I out. Yeah. So I get that. I get that. The right. truth comes out. I gave you too much. Yeah. Pressure. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm not pushing my kid to no end. Let's be honest. Hey, I try. I got to push him, man. I know. Hey, no participation ribbons, man. We, you know, you can't do that. No, no, Texas. I think that's that's a motto uh, on our show. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we can't have it. Can't have that, man. Yeah, something like everyone else takes second place or stuff for grabs or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I like all right, Dane, yeah, you, ready no to, Dane, place, you ready to? Yeah. You ready to roll with the fun some, random shit? Some, some fun random shit, yeah. Beverage right, of go. choice while you play. What's you your beverage, 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 beverage of choice while you choice. play? My beverage of choice. Y'all are gonna give me crap for this. Water. I don't drink. Okay. Well, hey, listen. We've had that answer before, so you're good. I, I, get, I get a, a lot. I get that, that a lot. Like you don't drink things to his youthful energy. Hey man, Absolutely. don't drink. Man. Can't drink. All right. So, what is if we if you had to make a crew cup dream team? Who's on that group? Now, I mean, now listen. I know you already play for a pretty good drink, crew cup right now. All right, man. but if you could take anyone in the world, all right, and you could put yourself on that team if you want, who are you making? Who's making that team? All right. So. I mean, do you want me to say something other than my own team? And I, mean, I will say make that, it more entertaining. I mean, we know, like, yes, Josh and Eddie and Caleb, they're all great. Yes, blah. Right. Let's hear it. Let's, let's hear it. All right, let's go. So if I didn't play with Eddie, Josh, and Caleb, and I had to pick a team that I felt like would take me to the top, because yeah. to me, winning is what I care about the most. Yeah. I honestly, would, I would pick Jamie Graham, okay. uh, Ryan Windsor. Okay. And honestly, man, probably Matthew Morton, man. I love Matthew Morton. Really? Okay. I love the way he plays. So it'll okay. be Matthew Morton, Ryan Windsor, Jamie Graham, and possible Noah. I couldn't. I mean, I know it's hard, but Noah. Well, here's here's the thing, though. I mean, what ba- what bags are you gonna throw? So because you're right there. Again, if you go like, with Jamie, if you go with Jamie and you go with Matt, I mean, they're more all you know all cornhole guys, and you got Noah and yourself. They're more Reynolds guys. So what would you what would you throw? So I'm gonna tell you this, like when you got guys like that, and and honestly, it's hard for me to pick three or four guys because I got oh, yeah. eight or nine. I got eight or nine guys who are to me the exact same level of player. When you add when you add Derrick King and guys like that, you know. So, I mean, Jamie Graham could throw Reynolds fire. You know, he might he doesn't, but he can throw Reynolds fire. Uh, Ryan Windsor can throw any bag in the world. Like I can throw any. I want to. I want to advance. Uh, Advance uh, blind drop. Hey, go in there. I'm 
I'm doing something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that that doesn't wrong, right? work perfectly with our episode, what we were just talking about. I don't know what I mean. This, this, <laughs> I, that's he didn't how get, it is. He didn't get like... the schedule, okay? They didn't get the schedule. Nah, right didn't. There's no schedule. But, but, yeah, so, apparently, like, yeah. But anyways, man, yeah. Uh, man, it's like nine guys that I play with, and we could throw right. any bag. So, okay. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, just any bag. All right, well, since we're on the time of bags, you, have, you can play four different bags in one round. With, uh, what order are you throwing in what bags? Okay, so I'm going to throw a wrinkle at you guys and probably see you with something you probably don't expect. So there's a couple bags coming out on the market that are fantastic. Okay. Uh, one's going to be the BG Mercenary, Ooh. which is a fantastic bag. Also, I'm going to come with another bag, the BG Viking. I got to throw it, man. Another, another fire bag. You know what? We're going to be doing a review coming up soon. so Let's just keep it there. We'll go to BG Wizard, Ooh, which is okay. a fantastic bag. And then let's see what else I'll finish with. Um, maybe the BG Assassin. Is there something we need to know about this year? Are you guys, uh, you going with BG this year or something, or what's up? I mean, I think BG has some fantastic bags. They do. No, we, I love hey, it. I mean, we're right there with you, man. You know what I mean? Like, BG's Ohio. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I mean, we've, since we've started playing, BG's been huge around here. So, I mean, BG and Reynolds are 95% of what everyone throws around here. So, yeah. yeah so, so, I, I got so if, I had, if I had to pick my favorite bags right now, I would honestly say, the BG bags are second to none, in my opinion, and I think okay. they are fantastic bags. Okay. That's, I mean, high yeah. praise right there. You're not high lying, praise. man. I've, I'm a huge fan of uh, what I've thrown of the new line so far. So I'm excited to check yeah, out, and the new, out the rest of the new ownership. Those guys, those guys, man, Rich and Graham, yeah, man, those guys awesome are amazing. Guys. Fantastic guys. You know, Absolutely. So, yeah. All right, so I wanted to ask you, we're trying to – we're hoping to attend – some bigger tournament next year. That's like a non ACL event. So we're hoping to make it to at least one of the ACL nationals. So if you had to send us to one like non ACL, like bigger tournament, what, which, what event would you send us to? Non ACL, bigger tournament. And you're only able to go to one. Yeah. Like if you had, like what's your favorite non ACL tournament, man. So in the past, Spencer McKenzie's is the absolute best tournament I've ever been to in my life fantastic it's outside it's the boards are sloped i mean but the atmosphere and the people and the actual tournament in itself is second to none but i would have to say man i don't know if y'all know mark isley or not but mark isley hosts some great tournaments so it would honestly be one of those and since spencer mckenzie's actually got canceled we didn't get invited to the championship of whatever they had yeah tournament even though we got fourth out of 700 people, we got fourth. <laughs> we still didn't get an invite. But uh, Spencer McKenzie is probably the most fun tournament because the atmosphere, the people, the environment is, is great. So I'll say Spencer McKenzie. Okay. All right. Awesome. So we're um, yeah, we've heard that several times, um, and we uh, we also I don't know. Did you go to the regalia? The one the the KCC one. The I didn't one? go to the regalia. I didn't go to regalia because okay. my wife was like. No, you got nationals coming next week, so she's like, nope, not gonna go. So I didn't go. Yeah, the right decision, looks like he puts on a killer tournament, though. So I mean, we definitely want to check out some of that stuff. Hey, great, great guy, great host, great tournament, man, just just a great dude. That's awesome. Hey, do you have anyone you want to shout out? 
So, man, you know what? I would like to shout out my partner, Josh Gross, Mr. Analytic. Um, I would like to shout out, you know, sponsors, you know, that sponsor me, uh, Texas Cornhole Games, uh, Jeff Robinson, uh, Chase Hunter and Austin Airmail. Southwest Pro Club is something you'll see from us later, like the Southwest Pro. You know, we got kind of this unique group that we're having ourselves. You'll see that. Um, and you know what? I would like to also shout out Rich and Graham from BG. Those are okay. just great guys. So I'm not. I'm just gonna shout those guys out I randomly heard, without without saying anything, but shouting those guys out because they are fantastic guys. Hey, I I hear you, man. They are great people. I feel like know. we should read between the lines somehow, but I, you know, I don't. I don't know. know. I know. It's, it's kind of blurred. Out clear I mean, if you want if you want to call it breaking news, eh, it's not. Or you know, I just think they're great guys. That's all I'm gonna say. I hear Very you. Good. I hear you. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, hey, man, we greatly appreciate you coming on. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, this was an awesome interview. It, um, I, like I said, it's been something that's a long time coming that I wanted to have you on. Uh, Josh made me promise that we'd we get you on because he's like, you know, he's a really nice guy. He's not as well spoken as I am, but you know, he'll do well. So, but uh, yeah, that but dude then, reads yeah. from a teleprompter. He typed all this stuff up. He reads from a teleprompter. He, he, he wanted the list of que- he wanted their list of questions. That I was going to ask him ahead of time because hey, so hey, he wants to practice. And then he'll give you like this this long answer. Don't get him to write you on Facebook because I'm talking about just reading that shit for like two days. I go through and skim all this shit. It could be important shit. I skim. Did you read it? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I read it. I ain't reading all that. Hey, you just read the first and last paragraph. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you very much for uh, for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. You guys are doing great things. Keep it up, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, brother. All right, peace out.